Welcome to The Frontline, a podcast for Christian men who are fighting for their marriages, fighting for their children, and pursuing the plans and purposes of God in the everyday, mundane, in and outs of life. Day by day, the battle's raging, lies of the evil one messing with our minds, opposition on every side. But this day we fight, this day we believe, this day we overcome. Despite the war around us, we line up, our shoulders broad, our confidence in God. Today, we stand on the front line. This is the front line. Now therefore, fear the Lord. Serve him in sincerity and in truth, and put away the gods which your fathers served on the other side of the river and in Egypt. Serve the Lord. And if it seems evil to you to serve the Lord, choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve. Joshua chapter 24, verse 14 and 15. We as men, we must make a million and one choices, it seems, every day. And we understand that God has given us free will to make free choices. We can choose to do things that are harmful and hurtful and sinful to other people towards God. Or we can make choices that will bless people, that will encourage people, that will benefit us and that will honor the Lord. But this is the reality that you and I share. We have this in common, that we have to make choices. And we know that some choices are really easy to make. You know, what you're going to have for breakfast or what shirt you're going to wear to work or whatever. There's easy choices, obviously. But then we understand there are hard choices that have to be made. There's a time and a place where we need to, as men, lead well. We want to be an example to our wives, to our children, to our co-workers, to people in our church, to people on in our neighborhood, our communities. We want to be an example. And God wants us to be a witness of Jesus. That's the Great Commission, to be witnesses of Jesus. And most of that happens by our example, by people watching our lives by them watching the choices that we make, the decisions that make up our life. We want to make choices that are going to continue throughout the generations of honoring God. We want to make choices in our in our lives as men, as husbands and fathers, that our children will see and they will then in turn desire to make the same choices of honoring God. If we're making decisions and doing things and into things and going here and there and it's just foolishness, it's sinful acts, our kids most likely will do the same. They will follow suit. But if we make choices that honor God and choices of wisdom, then our kids will also follow suit in that way as well. And I will be the first to say that I have made many wrong choices in my life. And I want to share a little bit of those choices with you on this podcast But I want to start by uh, just talking a little bit about my father. My dad grew up in in what most would call a dysfunctional family. There wasn't as much love, certainly, as there could have been. There was some division. It was kind of like separate lives in, in one home. 
and there wasn't a legacy being established for the Lord. And and my dad, as as a young man, he decided that enough's enough. He was sick of the sinful lifestyle that was made up of trouble with the law, in and out of jail, getting too hard in alcohol, and just different things that he saw within his family. He got sick and tired of it. And my dad, he put the stake in the ground and he said, enough's enough. And he said the words that Joshua also said in Joshua 24. Joshua says, as for me and my house, I will serve the Lord. We're going to serve God together. And that's the choice that my dad made. And he changed the course of our family name, the the name Noel. He changed the course from living in sin, living in unrighteousness, and living for self. And he now changed the name because of his choice. He chose that he was going to now serve God. His family can do what they want, but he was going to serve God. And that was a choice that he made a long time ago. And now my brother and I, we are now carrying on that same legacy of serving God and living for Jesus, not living for ourselves and the sin of this world. And now myself, I have a son also, and he will carry on that name as well. And I'm trusting the Lord that he's going to carry that name on for the ways of God and for the glory of God. But I'm grateful every day that my dad many years ago made that choice to serve God because it's now following suit in his family and in the generations to follow him, to serve God. The Lord to lay aside our own selves. I love that scripture in John 3.30 where John says, He, speaking of Jesus, He must become greater and greater and I must become less and less. We don't hear that too often. We don't. But listen to the words of John. Jesus must become greater and I must become less. My desires, the things that I long for, the lusts of my flesh, they must become less And I want more of Jesus. And I tell you, when we choose that type of mindset, when we choose that that's what we desire for our own lives as men, as leaders, as husbands and fathers, when we say, God, I want more of you to be at work in my life. I want people to see more of Jesus than myself. When we choose that, when we desire that from that mentality from that prayer will come wise choices. That's going to steer our lives in the direction of making choices that honor God. It doesn't mean we're not going to make mistakes. It doesn't mean we're not going to miss the mark. Of course, we all fail. We understand that. That's no surprise. But when we say, Lord, I want you to be greater than me, then that's going to propel us into making choices that honor him. And that's going to cause us to want to spend time with him. That's going to cause us to want to have times of prayer with the Lord. Intentional times of prayer. Not just squeezing it in, but we are intentional. Amen. Like we say, I'm going to get up half an hour early or stay up half an hour late so I can intentionally, on purpose, spend time with God in the word, in prayer, in just listening to him. The scripture says that if we draw near to God, that he will draw near to us. And I tell you, one of the wisest choices that you and I can make as men is spending time with God, maintaining that intimacy with God, that close walk with the Lord. That is such a wise decision. And from that close relationship from God, everything else will be stemmed from it. 
it's amazing to me the liberty and the free will that God has given to us. I've I've asked the question numerous times throughout my life, like why wouldn't the Lord just make us like robots? You know, where we just simply without hesitation do exactly what he commands us. Why is it that he has given us such freedom? And the reality is, is because he wants us to desire a relationship with him. He wants us to desire to please him and to honor him. And so we're left with it. We're left with making choices. And so it, it even comes down to the reality of will we choose to serve God with our lives? Will we choose his free gift of salvation? I think of the account of the two thieves on the cross with Jesus, the one thief rejected Christ, didn't believe in him. He chose to reject him and the other chose to believe that this is the son of God. And, and so it starts there. It starts with our choice, whether we accept Christ and his free gift of salvation, or we push him away and say, I'm living for myself. I choose not to trust you. I choose to trust myself. I choose to be my own God. I don't need you as my God. That is the choice that I'm making. But then when we even choose to accept the Lord Jesus as our Savior, we are still face to face with many different choices. And I think of the account in the Old Testament story of Joseph, the whole topic of sexual purity and sexual immorality and seduction and perversion and lust of our flesh. I think of that story when Joseph was a servant in Potiphar's household. He was given great authority and Potiphar's wife, when Potiphar was away at work, Joseph was in the house taking care of things, doing his, his management business that Potiphar had given to him. And sure enough, Potiphar's wife has an eye for Joseph. And day after day, the Bible tells us that she tried to seduce him to sleep with her. And Joseph said, no, how can I sin against God? And Joseph finally, he ran away. He literally ran away from that temptation. He made the choice. Could you imagine how tempting that could have been for Joseph? All alone, nobody will find out. I'm sure I could get away with it if I wanted to. And you can be sure his flesh was screaming out, give in, give in. Just do what you want to do. Do what you're feeling. Give in to the lusts of your flesh. But you see, Joseph loved God. He was focused that, no, I'm not serving myself. I'm serving God. As for me and my life, I'm going to serve God. God, that was his choice that he made. And so now this was brought into a very practical, real temptation in men's life. Sexual temptation, sexual seduction. And Joseph made the choice to run from it. And then we see the account of the man of God, a great man of God, David. We, we know this very well. He was a man after God's own heart. And David, one day when he should have been out at war, the Bible says he was up on the roof of his palace and he looked and he saw Bathsheba, this woman who was bathing, and he was immediately tempted and he wanted what he saw. And that's why we need to be careful, gentlemen, and we need to resist and make a wise decision with what we look at. 
You see, this is all based on our senses, what we look at, what we listen to, what we speak, where we go, what we touch, what we feel. It's all based on our natural senses. And so David, he's, he felt that urge, that temptation, and he gave into it. And he committed adultery with Bathsheba and she became pregnant and then he tried to cover it up and, and it just got worse where he had her husband murdered and it just was a horrible story and it's all based on choices. Even thinking, going back to Joseph, because he honored God, God honored him. He did and he promoted Joseph eventually. He promoted him. We know that he was lied about. Potiphar's wife said, oh, he raped me and that's a total lie and he was thrown in prison for about two or three years. But we know eventually God promoted Joseph. You see, we, we will reap what we sow. If we choose evil, we will reap evil. If we choose sin, we're going to reap the consequences. Yes, David was forgiven, fully forgiven because he eventually confessed his sin before God and said, Lord, against you and you only have I sinned. And David was fully forgiven, but we see there was great consequence in David's life because of his choices. It was all stemmed on his choice to give in to the lust of his flesh. And the Bible tells us that if we walk in the Spirit, if, in other words, if we're led by the Holy Spirit, if we're led by God and His Word and His truth, and even His times where He convicts us and He tries to get us going in a certain direction, if we are led by the Spirit, we will not fulfill the lusts of the flesh. It's true, and I've come to learn. I've come to learn the hard way at times, but I've learned that the more that you feed on the Holy Spirit, the more that you feed on the truth of God's word, the more that you choose to draw near to God, the less those desires of sin and temptation become. And again, as John said, Jesus becomes greater. The greater he becomes in your individual day-by-day -day life, gentlemen, the less that you will desire the sinful pleasures of the lust of your flesh. It's true. And I just want to share with you just a little bit of my testimony. When, when I was 17 years old, I'm now 38 years old. This is going back 19 years. I got into a relationship that was not God's will for me. And I found myself being drawn by my emotions and I was being drawn by my flesh. And even though I knew this relationship was not going to be good. It was not going to be a good thing for me. I persisted in it anyway. And I was in this relationship and it was an immoral relationship. It involved a lot of sin, a lot of rebellion. And you can be sure that when I was in, in this relationship, the Holy Spirit was trying to get a hold of me. And he was bringing great conviction upon me. He was trying to steer me in a new direction. He would speak to me clearly that this was going to bring harm to me, but I ignored him and I would suppress that. You see, I was raised in a Christian home. I was raised to love God. I was raised as a preacher's kid, as a pastor's kid. My parents loved us and raised us in the ways of God, raised us in the church, but that is not a, an absolute guarantee that kids are going to serve God and just live holy lives. Not at all. If anything, I believe that families of people involved in church ministry, they're susceptible to 
to be a great target of the enemy. The enemy wants to try to bring division to any family, but if he can bring division into a family of church leadership, pastoral leadership, and their family, and their marriages, and their children, then he can do great harm. So getting back to, to my story, God was dealing with me, and I was ignoring him, and I was just pursuing what I wanted. And this wrong, sinful relationship I allowed to happen for about a year. And the Holy Spirit conviction eventually got so heavy on me where I couldn't, I couldn't resist it anymore. And I knew I had to end this relationship. And it was, it was really hard for me. It really hurt me in my flesh and, and my immature emotional feelings said, I'll never find anybody like this again, ever. And that was the immature flesh part of me. But my spirit, I knew this was this was sinful and wrong. And I was hurting God. I was hurting myself. I was hurting my family, my friends, people that love me. They could see I was not the same because of my sin. And so I eventually made the choice to break the relationship off. And I tell you, as soon as I did, despite the feelings of hurt and brokenness that come with that sinful type of relationship, I tell you, there was such a freedom, such a peace inside of me that now I knew that God had access to my life where he could now lead me and show me what his plans for me were. And I, I tell you to this day, looking back 19 years ago, that this was, although it was one of the hardest decisions that I had to make to end that relationship, it was it was one of the greatest choices that I made because I... I immediately started to get my life right with God. And you see, the Lord is so, so gracious and he's so patient. I'm so glad for that, that he's so patient with men <laughs> and women. But I'm telling you, we men, we need, we need God to be patient. And I had this desire still within me to have a relationship. I was, I was 18 years old at this time. And I said, Lord, I want to find a woman who loves the Lord and who I can marry. That was what I wanted. And I even threw in, give me someone with blonde hair. <laughs> That's what I told God. I told him straight up what I wanted, what my desire was. And for the next year, God became real in my life. But I kept praying and giving him this desire to meet a woman that I could love Jesus with together in marriage. That's what I wanted. And so during that year, I would try to pursue this girl on my own. I remember going to to Christian roller skate nights at a, at a local roller skating rink, you know, and, and I was looking for the one I, I thought like God's going to shine the spotlight down, you know, and, and, and when couples, couples skate happens, you know, and they put that slow newsboy song on or whatever, you know, the Lord would shine a light on the one that I would to go ask. But I tell you that never happened. And so I had to be patient. I had to wait for the Lord. But God gave me this desire to love him. I wanted to be in church. I wanted to serve in church. I just wanted to, I wanted everything that God had for me. And it was because I broke off that relationship. It was because I ended that sinful relationship, that sinful lifestyle. And I said, Lord, I choose you over me. I choose you over me. No more of me, God. I want you. I want your plans and purposes. And so another year went by. My relationship with God was much, much stronger than a year prior. Praise the Lord. And I remember that me and a group of friends from church, we were hanging out one night. And a friend of mine said her friend was coming over to hang with us. I'd never met her before. 
and and I tell you, when Cindy was her name, she came up and, and we all were hanging out, I immediately knew I was going to marry this gal. And I tell who I tell Cindy, who is now my wife of 17 and a half years, I tell her to this day, when I first saw you, I knew I was going to marry you. And I tell you, the Lord answered my prayer. Let that be an encouragement for you. Maybe right now you're in a relationship that is just a, it's just a mess. Maybe you're involved in things that you know you need to cut off. And, and it's just an absolute battle. Your flesh and the spirit are battling. It's like Paul uh, says in Romans 7. He says, I just keep doing the things that I don't want to do. Why Why the things I want to do, I don't do. And, and you see this battle all through scripture where the spirit wars against the flesh. Maybe you're in that right now. I, I plead with you with, with God's grace, with his strength, with his power. I encourage you to make that cut, cut that thing off, end that thing, break it off of your life. And I know that's easy to say, and I know it's so much harder to do, but find accountability, find people that can pray with you, that can help you through that hard choice to make, to, to say no more to myself and the pleasures of my flesh and yes to everything God has for me. And I know that as you make that decision in your life, God will give you the desires of your heart. And it won't be something that's going to bring harm and brokenness and pain to your life. It's going to bring blessing to your life. And he brought to me the desire of my heart. My wife had blonde hair, beautiful young woman who loved the Lord. And wanted to serve God and we began to get to know each other. I fell in love with her. I remember after two weeks of knowing her, I, I remember telling her, I think I'm falling in love with you. And her response was, no, you're not. <laughs> and I knew I started to just have feelings for this girl. And I eventually fell in love with her and I popped the question. And I tell you, I have no regrets. I cannot imagine if I just persisted in my own selfish ways when I was 17, 18 years old. I'm so thankful that God gave me the conviction of his spirit to end that sinful relationship, to make that hard choice. And I'm so thankful that I chose to, to have God's ways done in my life, that I, that I made the choice to follow God's purposes for my life because he honors that choice. And we've been married now, as I said, almost 18 years. We've been blessed with an amazing son and a great daughter. We're so blessed. I love my wife every day more and more than I than I had the day before. I'm telling you the truth. And it's because we are we are pursuing God's plans and purposes together as a married couple. And so I just want to encourage you, gentlemen, as you're living your lives for the Lord, as you're pressing on forward, as you're on the job, as you're in your marriages, as you're raising your kids. Whatever you're doing in your life as a man, I encourage you, choose today whom you're going to serve. And if you fall, if you fail, like we all do, just get back up again. Just know that the Lord is not angry towards you. There's no condemnation to those who are in Christ. Amen. So just get back up again and keep moving forward and say, Lord, help me to make choices that honor you. I want to honor you in all 
decisions in my life. So I just pray that this podcast has been an encouragement for you. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll see you on the next episode. God bless. Thanks for joining me on The Frontline. Contact me at standingonthefrontline at gmail.com. Standingonthefrontline at gmail.com. Share this podcast with your family and friends. Look forward to seeing you next time. Until then, keep standing, keep fighting for the glory of God.